Welcome to Naked, the podcast about authenticity. You are here with Matt and Phil, the two uh, diesel guy that uh, sometimes take a bit of time to warm up and uh, discuss about uh, different topics, whether it's about uh, relationship, love, Christmas, or stuff that we're not afraid of, like women. <laughs> How are you doing, Matt? <laughs> Nice intro. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, how are you doing? You sipping on beer? Uh, no, on kombucha. Uh, I feel a bit weird. Uh, I think we, we need to enter directly the subject. So that way we, we can uh, talk about it. I think it's something that you feel sometimes. Um, it's this weird feeling that you have... Um, Sometimes it's overwhelming. Sometimes it's um, just feeling drained. Uh, I can totally relate. By stuff that could be happening. And uh, I've been feeling a bit like that. I'm feeling drained right now. I try to, try to meditate earlier. Uh, 15 minutes, 30 minutes. Try that. It helped, but not totally. Went for a run. Helped, but not totally. I, try, I tried all my tricks, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> didn't work, workout, didn't work, <laughs> meditation, didn't work. So I'm having a podcast with you now. There you go. That's the ultimate, uh, ultimate solution. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First, do you sleep? Do you sleep well? I mean, yes and no. Do you sleep at all? And if yes... How long and if and after? What's the quality of your sleep? That's that's the first place to check. I say I will sleep. I will sleep. Uh, I will sleep at six, seven. But before before asking this question, because you feel like you you say you can relate. So what is? How do you translate this feeling? Because I have tr I have trouble to translate it. To transfer the <clears throat> well, I mean, I don't know what you're feeling, but I guess it would be some kind of overwhelmment. Um, just a feeling of being buried under pressure or under um yeah just just the feeling of inadequacy and just not being able to do what you want to do or feeling repressed by energies that you don't want to have to deal with uh accepting things in your life that you should not accept um feeling you're not respecting yourself feeling you're not loving yourself you're not really being yourself i mean i can go on and on i feel all these feelings all the time <laughs> if a response d all of the above <laughs> <laughs> all of the above who wants who wants to be a millionaire you know i <laughs> know uh, that's that's yeah i think i think it talked to me when you say inadequacy things that you're pressured about things that are happening that you should maybe not accept things that you have to deal with. You don't want to deal with. Um, I can, I can, can resonate, can resonate. Yeah. And, um, and in fact, when I was talking about the sleep, it was a bit of a joke because normally in my experience, if I don't feel well, my sleep's not going to be good, which in turn would give me less energy which makes me feel worse so it's kind of a it's kind of a tricky thing it's really important to try to sleep correctly because it, it helps 
but it's just like uh it's just either a booster or uh or something that makes it worse it's not the cause of the problem it's not the root of the problem and and oftentimes when i finally burst a bubble or finally um fix a problem then boom i'm start sleeping well again <laughs> and it's really special when does it, what does it when does it happen to you I kind of wonder because I, i it's weird for me to understand myself i need to wow i need to understand like over people and this is how it makes me understand mine so <laughs> i would say i would say i mean when it's it's, it's kind of often for me um Let's say if I just take the past year, I would say on average every two months and maybe a bit more. But let's say on average every two months, I get a period where I feel I'm like getting in the bushes. Like I'm going out, out, out of my path that is the one that I feel well, that... My well-being is high. I feel aligned. Things are clear. My focus is good. And then I kind of deviate from the path slowly and slowly and slowly. And at some point, you just hit the ditch and the bushes. And you're like, fuck. And then you feel like shit. And and you don't really know what's going on. And the the faster that you stop and that you just go inside assess what's going on because you always have the answer inside when you just stop and you go search for them and then you get the answer you're like okay maybe i'm doing that i should not do maybe i've taken the burden of someone else on my shoulder maybe i'm not respecting myself in that maybe i've taken way too much work and some of that i don't want to be dealing with and like all of that and then You and then when you assess, you're like, okay, now I'm making the changes, and it and then whoop, slowly I come back into my path, and then there's this moment where oh, I just feel this this weight going down, and and things go flowing again really easily. So mm-hmm. I'm probably mm-hmm. just a bad driver. <laughs> I'm on the path, and then I get I I go and I get to sleep, and I whoop, and I go into the, the bushes, and I have to come back after. But now I, I, I have to say, I, I, I um, how do you say that? I kind of catch myself faster now. And I, I feel I have better tools to, or maybe I got better tires on my car so I don't go as much in the bushes. Like I have a big fucking uh, jack Jeep and then I, it's easy to, I feel the bushes, but then I'm like, okay, let's just go back in the path. And then uh, it's, it's easier and easier, I would say. And I stay less, I stay yeah. uh, sh- uh, shorter times uh, in the bushes than what I was before. That that I, I can, uh, that I know. I guess my, my, my first question will be, do you think, because I've been thinking about that a lot today, do you think you can avoid being in the bushes, feeling overwhelmed like that, or feeling inadequate? Or do you think it's normal? I'm going to ask you that question. Do you think that Buddha was 24 hours, seven days a week happy? And 
No. Well, you see, if even Buddha was not, you shouldn't. And it's... it's I mean, I don't know. I didn't know him personally. <laughs> ah, come on. <laughs> we, didn't share, we didn't share tea. Come on. I'm sure you met, you, you I, met him I, online. I... <laughs> Um, no, I don't. I don't believe you can be like always on the high person level or you're drunk. Yeah, you know that's that's exactly. the only way. That's the only way. Or or if you know if what they say is true, you know, because they say like you need to be. And we were having this discussion with a friend at noon, that you need to be um, not attached to the outcome, or you need to be. I mean, it's funny because sometimes it mean does it mean that you don't care? And so you, if you don't care you know you you're, you have no attachment so it's it's almost like it's the opposite you know because if you care about something obviously you're going to be attached to it and so you're going to be attached to the outcome and maybe you're going to put you know pressure on yourself or you're going to put you know stuff on yourself that will make you feel inadequate and make you feel um that you have to save everyone or you know whatever whatever thing that you have uh that makes you fear of of not succeeding or fear of um so so no to answer your question I don't I don't believe that Buddha was was twenty four seven happy. You you uh, um, you brought up something really interesting uh, about the difference between caring and saving, and that's that's really 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 a good one, and I think a lot of people struggle with the with those definitions and in fact i believe that most of the people they don't know what caring uh about someone is they think that caring about someone is putting yourself away uh forgetting yourself giving all you got for the other person um like sacrificing yourself for the other when you care about someone you're going to do what they want and less of what you want and all and and that's that's so oh, you mean all the all the all the crap that are in the movies and <sighs> tv show the what the crap that is in the movies and the tv shows i don't know what it means the crabs the crap oh, the crap, crap. the crabs crabs that, that will be yeah <laughs> no but but seriously it's it's i th- i think we touched on that uh, in another episode but it's really that that savior complex and and for me caring about someone that definition has evolved so much so much um first when you care about someone it's because you love someone, right? And mm-hmm. so you have to go a step further and say, okay, what is loving someone? Because if you don't define loving someone correctly, then you won't define caring for someone correctly. And in fact, sometimes it's so wrong, the definition that you're doing the total opposite of caring and loving someone when you do action of caring. And you're frozen in the screen right now. Oh, you're back. All right. Uh, you too, but that's okay. I can still hear you. Thank you, everybody. Continue. Um, 
I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my definition of loving someone is really simple. It's to want the other person to be happy. It's to want the other person mm -hmm. to fulfill the, their desire to, to attain fulfillment in their own lives. Yeah. And that's, that's it. That's the only definition I have. If I love you, I want you to be happy. I want you to, to fulfill your dreams. I want you to explore this world, to experience this life the way you want it, the, the way you want it, you want to explore it. And mm -hmm. you have to remove yourself from, from this equation. Because if loving you is wanting you to be happy, if tomorrow you need to be happy to go live in a monastery for 10 years without any outside contacts, well, if I love you and if I care about you, I have to push you to do it. And I have to say, that's exactly what you have to do. And, and even if I'm going to lose my friend for 10 years, and it's not really losing, but I, I cannot have any contact with you. Mm -hmm. Caring about you would be making sure that you're going to do what you're supposed to do and what you feel that that's what you need to do for your own happiness and fulfillment. Even if me, it would hurt me to not see you and talk to you for 10 years. And that's where, that's yeah. where, that's where a lot of people have the definition wrong because, and, and I can take it a step further. If Jamie is happy with me right now and I love her and I want her to be happy. If tomorrow she meets a man on the street and instant lightning struck, good food, uh, she, she just starts feeling inside of her that she, she needs to explore in that direction. Well, the highest form of caring that I could have for her would be to let her go. Would be to say, will that make you happy? Yes. Well, I love you. So you should go. I would be. But you see, this is where I, we, this is where I see the link with the overwhelming and everything because to follow that path and be yourself as you, as you like to say, you know, and say, okay, I want someone to be happy because I'm a caring person and, and I care about those people and everything. It means that you're going to say things to those people that are a bit sometimes contradictory to what you want. Mm -hmm. Take the example of Jamie again, right? You're going to say, go for it, you know, go see these other guys because you will be happier. But in your head, it will be, I want to stay with you Fuck yeah. because I still want to have you. Fuck in my yeah, life. that's for sure. And this is where it's this is where it's this is where it's hard because you get you get at this same time, you know. And this is sometimes where you get overwhelmed, right? It's because you're trying to do actions that are that are whether it's in professional, personal, you know, family, loving relationship, whatever. And you're not necessarily, you know, you believe that you're doing what is right in the sense of your personality. And you receive sometimes a feedback, and this is where it's hard to get, I believe. 
it's hard to continue on your path when, and you know, generally when we talk about the path of the entrepreneur, I can make a link also to that. This is where it's super hard because you know you want to go that way, but people are telling you all the time you will not succeed. And and this is why sometimes it's it's hard to not feel overwhelmed. It's hard to not feel tired. It's hard to not feel drained. It's hard to continuing to believing in what you want and what you want to accomplish. I know I sound kind of sad when I'm saying that, but it's just because because there are so many experiences where it's like it's like. It's, it was that it's, it's, you know, I remember my family when I was a kid, when I was saying, I want to, I want to go somewhere else than our city and I want to earn a lot of money and everything because, you know, I, I come from a, from a working family, working class and I wanted to offer stuff from my, from my family, from my mom and, and from my, from my family. And my family was like, no, you know, you will do just like us, you know, you will go to, you yeah, maybe you will go to university and maybe, and it, it bring me a certain rage inside me, you know, a certain fire where it's like, no, I'm going to do it and I will do it. But I have always a cyclical thing that is coming back, you know, almost, I will not say every month, but I will say like, like you, you know, every month, month and a half where I'm like, I'm like, I'm drained. And, I, and it's almost like my brain needs to make a break or like two, three days. And yeah, it goes faster afterwards, but it's like, it's like, look, I need, I need just to stop, you know, like it's almost like we're, we're going through a mountain. I need to stop. I need to breathe and we can go again. And this is why I was asking this question. Is it possible to avoid it? And my experience is telling me no. I also think no. I also think it's, it's necessary. It's, it's just part of it. It's just part of knowing yourself even better. Because if you don't take time to stop and, and think about what's going on <clears throat> to just update your life, everything is in evolution all the time. So after one or two or three months, so many things have changed. And it's a continual circle of, of being at ease, understanding yourself well, then your environment changed, some things change and you have to adapt and there's an adaptation period where the fa- that's why I said like the faster you go, you stop and you go in to check what has changed, what am I doing correctly, what I'm, I'm not doing correctly. And then you do the adjusting, the faster you go back on the, the, the well-being track and that you feel, you feel at ease, you feel strong. I mean, everyone, every, every, like, just remember all the, all the, all the books that you read on success on entrepreneurial and everything, they, even the most focused people that, that you look like that, that you think they're so, so amazing and everything. They, they also need to stop at some point, a couple times a year and they go on, 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 on vacation to just stop and reset and, we need that. We're like that. I mean, I, I have I, since the beginning of the episode that we talk about that. I had this image in my mind. You know that cheesy quote that, like, uh, uh, I don't know if it's a quote, but it's like if it's like an electrocardiogram of your heart, and the heartbeat do a, a bump up and then a bump down, and then you come back to the middle line. 
and that means you're alive. Yep. Right. So you have ups and downs, and if you have nothing, that's where you're dead. But if you have ups and downs, that's where you're alive. Mm -hmm. So I just feel it. It totally relate to the to the to life for real. That's exactly what it is. You will have ups and downs, and in both in both up and in the down, you will find different things about yourself. You will you, you will when you're when you're in the up sometime you you take less time to 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 feel how you're doing but for me personally when i'm really up that's where i'm the most grateful and that keeps me in that up mm -hmm. because i feel so good and i go inside and i feel like all the things that makes me feel good and i'm so grateful and then these the these this curve go down and in these moments i'm like okay what what is going on with me I'm, I'm less thinking about the gratefulness, but I'm more thinking about what inside of me is. It, it, it almost always go down to what am I not respecting? That what I am I doing wrong? Well, not not what am How I do doing wrong, but when when in the, who, you know, when you say in in the who. Uh, I'll go, I'll yeah, come to it. It's yeah. just like. In, in who I am, in who I am, there's these things that I'm doing that is not respecting who I am. And that's when, mm -hmm. that's, that's when there's problem. That's where I get off to the bushes. Every time I, I, I try to be someone else or every time that I accept things that in the deep of my core doesn't fit with who I am the more I do it the more I go in the bushes and the more I come back and I I make the change to be exactly who I am then it just flows and I I start back feeling happy I start back uh, feeling in motion in just flowing just everything is simple everything is easy when I'm exactly who I am and I respect what I am and also what I am not. And by doing that, I also project that onto the other people. So the more I respect who I am, the more I respect who people are, which is really the feedback that I get. When you look at someone and you talk at someone and you, they can feel that you respect exactly who they are they feel uplifted. And when you do that to yourself, that's exactly how you feel. The more you respect who you are, the more uplifted you feel. And you, you, you see right away what you're doing that is outside of the boundaries of who you are to be at your highest um, energy. Let's just say that. Um, so, so your question was like, how do you deal with that? How you come back? Um, I, I did another question while you were talking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. But but the answer, you know, the answer, and I and I come back to that all the time. And I was thinking about, I was talking about that with a friend yesterday. And the first step, well, the first step is being aware. Like I said, you stop, you assess what's going on. The second step, in my opinion, is the most important. The second step is to be compassionate. 
compassionate toward yourself. You don't make don't you don't make yourself wrong to have gone into the bushes. That's yeah. That was my that was that was yeah. my question because we always say you know we always say be yourself, have fun, and you know we always say and you especially. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have fun. I say that also, but you you it's your it's your it's your motto, and I, I love this motto. Um, But, but I guess sometimes, you know, it's it's pretty hard to think, okay, I want to be myself. And and sometimes, you know, you get emotional about stuff. And sometimes you feel that you're unbalanced because you see the way you react, that you're unbalanced, that maybe some stuff or, or digging something into you and you can't, maybe you can't react at your, at your best behavior. And uh, you may have regrets after also, or, you know, you're feeling down or whatever feeling that we've been talking until now. Um, but I think it's still you, you know, it's still you. Like, for example, you know, last week, um, I traveled during the, during the podcast and we talked about it after, but I, I think it was still me, the fact that I have traveled during that podcast. Totally. It's almost, it's almost like I'm beating myself because it's like, oh yeah, it's not you, you know, you shouldn't have, you know, I told you that. I remember I told you that we, um, it was, I was talking about the next <laughs> hey, looking <laughs> this guy. Um, I was talking about an exit. I was telling you. I remember the discussion perfectly. I was in front of a whiskey bar, waiting for someone to have a drink. Um, it was it was a business meeting. I was waiting, and uh, and I arrived earlier, and we had this this chat during one hour. We didn't chat in like three months or things like that. Like we didn't chat in quite in quite some time. And I remember because I told you, I told you like a sentence that I reacted that way and I know it's not me. <laughs> you know, I told you exactly those words. I said like, I reacted that way. I don't remember what was the, the reaction, but it doesn't matter. I reacted that way and I know that it was me. So I'm pissed at myself because I know that it was me. It wasn't me. And you were like, <laughs> because your answer was so simple at the same time it pissed me off. Classic. Classic. Classic, Mathieu. Man, I'm listening to you. And where is your compassion? Where is the compassion in what you're saying? So so then like you tricked me because it was like it was like, you know, like being on target, you know, and I was like, what do you mean? And you're like, you know what I'm hearing is that when you, you, you explained to me, you're like, when you had that, it was you. So then suddenly I came into this rabbit hole in trying to justify myself. <laughs> and then you were just like, you know, you were just nailing down the stuff again and again. You were just nailing down the fact that I was not compassionate. Um, and, it, I, and it's really that I believe that when you're overwhelmed or when you're not feeling good or when you're not, when you're drained, I think that's you and I think that's normal and I'm, I'm saying that to me, <laughs> I'm talking to myself right now, uh, but I'm also saying that to people that are listening. Um, so yeah, this, this is what, yeah. what just like it, came out from what you just said. It's, <clears throat> it, it can be tricky from what, from what I understand of it and from what I believe is that you cannot think in one dimension. 
to be able to understand that. You have to think in like multiple dimension that are interlocked together. And what I mean by that is that there's the you, which is the true essence of Phil, the highest, pure, uh, let's call it your soul, just for the purpose of the exercise, okay? There's your soul, which in your soul contains all the all that you really are in in the core of yourself. It's even hard to explain. Right? And then there's the you physical, which have thoughts, words, action, uh, interactions in this world. And everything is you. It's just that there's this, there's this bigger you that is the outside and there's this inside you, which is the core of, of the true you. But when you, when you go in life and you say things that you would not want to say, or you say, or you do things that you would not want to do. And you're like, that's not me. You have to understand that it's you in a way, because it's not outside of you. It's you who said this thing. It's you who taught these things. But what you really want to say in this moment is it's not the true me. It's not aligned with my, my source of who I really am. And if I had to choose, I would not say these things. I would not act these things. But I'm human and it happened. And since it happened and you lived it, it means it's you. It's part of you. It's part of your experience. So it's, that's why I say it's two dimensions that are together. There's the you that's, that's the essence and the pure you. And there's the you, which is what you live. Those are both you. But there's the human you and the soul you. And they are locked together in this life. So what you feel when you say it's not me what you feel, what you really, your body's telling you is, it's not aligned with my true me. I'm, I'm, I'm off. I'm off. But it's still me. It's part of me, but I'm off of the true me. And that's where you feel bad. And you're like, fuck, yeah. that's not me. But that's where compassion come into play. For me, compassion is really simple. Compassion is understanding that you are not a soul that's that come from the essence of God that can be perfect in this world at all. You're human. And being human, if you want to have a nice human life, you cannot remove the compassion of the, out of the equation. The compassion is like your true you, the soul that came into this body that is telling you, hey, that's okay, man. Me, me, the soul, I'm perfect. I'm flawless. I am the highest form of what you could be. But you are not the soul right now. You are the physical human body of, of and I'm just the soul that inside. So the soul bring you the compassion. It says, hey, 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 you have limits, okay? You have a brain, you have limits in this physical world. And since you have limits, 
you have to be compassionate with you that sometimes you cannot do what you want to do or you say what you would not want to say and you have weaknesses you're not pure you're not you're not the perfect thing that your soul and your essence is you're just uh, an extension of it in a physical body that has limits and all these limits you need to have compassion for them and when you have that you connect back to your source you say okay i didn't want to say that i said it that's what happened and and since it happened it's part of me is it aligned with what i would really want in the highest at my highest desire no but i am human and everybody's human and i'm going to do that i'm going to be better next time that's it I feel I need to bring another dimension to this discussion, yeah, totally. <laughs> which is exactly what you talked about, which is the look of the others and the expectation from the others in there. Because you're right in everything that you say, but I believe that your soul can be tainted. And what I mean by that is the fact that people are really quick at finding weaknesses in people and at seeing what they want to see when they want to see it. The discussion I was telling you about, you know, is that it, it's funny how people are capable to forget everything that a person is just because of one reaction. And it's funny how some people are capable to jump on you directly and judge you because of it. And generally they're going to say they don't judge, but because um, <laughs> we need it, right? obviously um this is why i think the second part is going to be interesting because we're going to look at that from the other side um i think it's tiring sometimes the expectation of people towards you is tiring and and i think this is also why i am i'm so um I'm so careful with the people that I have around me. I think this is why. Because I learned that. I learned that from I learned that from school. I learned that from university. I learned that at work. Uh, and the people that are close to you need to be capable to see you the same way. You know, they need to be capable, of kind of almost seeing your soul, uh, and not just you know one reaction at one one time. I believe. And this is why it's so hard to have people around you that are capable to really accept you, whatever the situation. And that if you're feeling down, you can still talk to them and be like, hey, you know what? Not feeling good. And people will be like, okay, okay. But sometimes also those people will be like, look, I'm not feeling good also, so I can't help you, right? Because <laughs> I'm feeling shit right now, so it's, I, can't, I can't help you right now. Um, but it's it's... I feel that we come back to a society problem here. And this is why I want to bring the, it's this, having this perfect life and this perfect image, flawless, dreamy experience about everything that you have in every relation with every people. For example, that, um, I don't know, with your friend, it just has to be fun. 
You just have to go out and have fun. Same in relationship, not just, you know, not be yourself totally, you know, not have real discussion, not being, not being sad. So you're not going to see them when you're sad. You're going to stay at home because you don't want to see them. Because if you see them, they're going to see a part of you, but they're, going, they're not going to accept, you know, a little bit. Or if you're feeling down, you, know, you don't want to see them again, same thing, because you don't want to show that because if they have just this image of you that is fine and not the rest. So I believe this, it can be tainted and this is what it's hard and this is what it's hiring. So I just, I just wanted to say that and just want to see your reaction on that because I saw you smiling when I said that. So. <laughs> well, I, I agree totally with everything that you said, but one thing, and that one thing is that your Ooh. soul is tainted. For me, that's, that's, that can be further away from the truth. Your soul is pure. You don't think it can be tainted? No, it's not. It, it, I think it's a it's an error to think that it would be your soul or your pure essence that is tainted. It's everything that's part of you that's outside of that. What is tainted is your brain. Is what is tainted is the the physical you, the the, the what what you are in how you've been raised every every pattern you have like it's something the the source is like the core is the seed of you and it's when it start to grow that everything that interacts with, okay. with that tree can can taint but it can be tainted super low which taint all the tree but it's not the source it's not in my opinion the the your soul and your essence and the true you is not tainted It can't be. In my, that's what I believe. I believe it can't be. I believe it's after that. It's the step after. It's 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 in your brain. It's in your thinking. It's in the pattern you you are you are you have built in your life. But you're because just think about it. Like is is a child at two weeks old tainted? No. And he's just the ex, the pure it's expression. Yeah, this discussion with his wife. I had this discussion like two weeks or three weeks ago. And I said exactly that example, so it makes me laugh. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So exactly the same example. <laughs> um, so it, it is not tainted. It's it's a it's a part of you of that physical you that is tainted. Um And it can be really tricky. It, it, in fact, in fact, we, we think so much that we are this. We think so much that me, Matt, looking in the mirror, what I see, that's who I am completely. We, we think so much as our body or our, our life, who we are here, our ego or the I is, is the entire, it's, it's the... It's entirely us. But when you start, in fact, it, it helped me. It helped me. The, the minute I started kind of thinking that there's a metaphysical source and the essence of me come from there and that is separated, it, I'm not like going into the religious thing or do of like, do we have a soul or not or whatever? I, I don't get into that. That's not, that's not how I see things. 
I see things as this body has limits and there's things that we cannot see. Can you see the, the, the microwave that are in your microwave? No, because you cannot see them because you, that's outside of the limits of your human experience. You need tools to be able to see them. So there's, is there a metaphysical reality that at the same time is interacting that, that we're, we stem from? Why not? I'm just, I, I like to have doors open. So why not? If it can't be, it's also can't be. You have to accept mm-hmm. both. So, so I decide to accept that there's something in me that stems from that, that source. And this is the source of me. And I am just the extension, the physical extension of that. So when I separate the two, it helps me think. It helps me do introspection and analyze myself. And, and it helped me in meditation also. It helped me. I'm always talking to my source. I'm, I'm trying to be connected to my source. I'm trying to be aligned with who I am, really. If, is it like a, a seed inside of you? Is it coming from the metaphysical? I don't give a shit. Like, what's the, the real answer to that? I just feel that I'm separated, that I'm just an extension of something more complex. Let's, let's just say that like that. Um, I'm, I'm diverging a bit, but, but if I, uh, yeah, because, because I just want to ask you, if I follow you, like when we are feeling overwhelmed or drained, is it our soul? I mean, and I'm, I know I'm asking on purpose the question because I understand you, right? <laughs> or do you think it's the, it's the, it's the top part that is feeling drained or do you think it's another part that is feeling drained? No, that I, I believe it's, it's you're misaligned. It's, it's the misalignment between that drains the energy. Exactly. Between, exactly. What, between what and what? Between who you truly are and who you are being right now. Hmm. And, and the more you're misaligned, the more... It, it, I, I, I just had this image. Like, let's say... Oh, it's really funny. Oh, God. I just remembered an image I had in a dream. And I had this dream at one point and I woke up and I, I could clearly see exactly what it was. And I don't know why I dreamt about that, but it kind of helped me understand this concept. And I, what I saw is that, let's say you have a mothership, okay? You're, you're on the sea and the mothership is your soul. And this, your soul is... It's a big ship. It, it, it knows where it's going. It has the wind. It, it always go at the right place because that's you and it's the perfect, the, 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 the perfect alignment, okay? And you, you, you're the physical you, is a small boat that is behind the mothership. And when you follow in the, in the same path as the mothership, the mothership breaks the wave, and what lefts behind is, is the, the, the easiest path that you can take. You just follow in the wind, you just follow in the, in the path of the mothership, and your, your journey is the easiest it can be. But every time that you deviate 
and that you get out. It's just that I don't know the name of the the what's behind the ship. Means the sail. Sail. I think no, it's the sail, but I'm no, not sure. Like, not sure. like what's behind the waves that are created behind a ship that makes like a V, and and it, the the middle of the V is really really calm. There's no wave. It's like there's no there's less. That's the area of least resistance. And but if you go out of that V and you're the ship and you're you're the small ship and you go out of the V, then you hit the waves and then you hit resistance and. And then you need to put more power into your motor or you, like you need to, to engage more energy to be able to just follow the ship of your soul because you are not aligned with its path. So you are in the waves and the waves are crushing on you, but you're just a small boat. So it's really hard for you to go through that. And, and you, you, you feel like you have to you have to uh, drain so much energy to just be able to follow until mm-hmm. you deviate again and you come back behind your mothership and then everything feels easy everything's feel no resistance and then you're like oh okay i'm just sailing i'm just cruising right now everything is perfect i'm i'm aligned and then for some reason, after a couple months of being behind, you, you're looking around, you're doing other things. Maybe you don't have the, the hand on the, on the steering wheel. And then, whoops, and then you deviate again. And then, boom, you go out of the V and you come back in the, the wild waves. And you're like, fuck, and you drain all your energy. And then you have to come back. This image is so powerful. It's approximately that, yes? Yeah. That's, that's like, approximately that. <laughs> so... And, and in that example, it would make you two things. It would make you the soul is your mothership and you also, your physical, you would be the small ship behind. So you're not only one ship, you're two ships. So when you start looking at it like that, it gives a, a different understanding. And, and that's... Also believe that it's not just your ship. You have also the ship of people around it. So which oh. makes it even more a mess. Definitely. And when you're taken inside... <laughs> inside the overships this is where it's wrong oh i mean i mean for me this is this is this is where for me it's wrong because it happens at work it happens at you know personally like you know how many times you have been at work and someone decided a things a certain way and you don't agree like whether it's ethically whether it's you know a question of values or whether it's just the way you wanted to do it and you're like you're feeling like you know mm, doesn't work for me like it, i i don't get it and and you're getting like maybe emotional about a project or something like that and suddenly you're like yeah that doesn't work for me and sometimes you have people externally that says yeah but maybe it's not the way you want it to work and you're like oh yeah (laughs) who called you (laughs) (laughs) uh man i would like to finish by uh by your tips about dealing with that with overwhelming and all that I'm, I'm well, going to say actually, mine, mine like is um, a, two, a two-part episode. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, possibly. I think we'll talk about that again. Obviously, and I think yeah. mine is mine is twofold. I think mine is uh, mine is coming back at um, coming back at a list of of things that that makes you makes you come back to the path, whether it's work or personally, you know. It, I know I talked about that already, but that's that's really me. Second thing, running, 
because while I'm running long distance, I can meditate at the same time. I know it's super weird when I say that, when I say that to people. It's just that sometimes I'm not kidding. Like I was running a 15 kilometer this weekend and I, I just lost completely like two or three kilometers that I don't remember the, the path at all because I was, I was focusing on, uh, <laughs> on feeling just relaxed. Uh, it's, it's super weird. So that's my, that's my two things. Well, that's funny because what you just said is just doing, doing things that are more you that you like it, yeah. you you want to know the, the tip i would give you the tip i would give you is so fucking simple because again i believe life is so simple that that's why we don't understand it <laughs> it's just too simple uh be more uh, do more of what you like and do less of what you don't like that's as simple as that and and to and to be able to do that Because, again, it's simple and people would say, okay, how do I do that? First, stop caring about what people think. Care about what you think. Care about you. That's you. When you're off in the bushes, you need to care about you. You need to say, if, look, I have a, such a good example of me not feeling well and doing something that, that was so silly That if I would care about what people think, I would have never done it. But it made me feel so good to do it. I'm a child inside, okay? When I was a child, I fucking loved climbing trees. I fucking loved it. It's like I'm a little monkey inside, okay? And then I remember I was in Montreal. It was like at the end of my relationship with the crazy bitch. And, and then I was feeling so bad. And... I went to see that. And, and in fact, I got told that I, I went to see a, a, a really good friend of mine that it is a, she's an energy healer, but that's funny. I, I saw her three times and we pretty much never did energy healing. We just sat down and talk. Um, and then she told me exactly that. Matt, just what do you like to do? Like, what do you feel like doing right now? And the first thing that came to my mind was, I want to climb a tree. And I told her, and she was like, for real? <laughs> and go climb, a, go, go climb a tree? Like, is that's what you want to do? And I'm like, yeah, I have no clue why I want to do that. But it just makes me happy to think about doing that. So I said, you know what? <laughs> Here's your hundred bucks for your advice. <laughs> and then I'm, I went out. <laughs> I went out and I went into a park in plain center Montreal. And then there was so many people around. And I just said, you know what? That's the only tree I can find here. And it's so big. And for some reason, there's low branches and I can totally climb it because I'm also really good at climbing tree. So I just start, I parked my car, got out, started Uh, running and I run, ran, ran, ran and I arrived on the tree and I like fucking Indiana Jones like I, I put my feet on the tree and I jumped and I grabbed the first branch and I just went all the way up the big pine tree and I was at the top of the tree and for some reason nobody saw me I went like so quick and I jumped and after that there's many branches so people were not seeing me and I was on the top of the tree and that moment changed things for me so simple But I was there and I was hugging the tree and I was like, wow, 
such a little thing can make me feel good like that. And that's just what I should do. I should do more of what I like and less of what I don't like. Because when you're occupied doing things you like, you won't think about the things you don't like. And you won't think about the things that are going bad or whatever. And all the problems that you think are real are going to solve themselves. Just because you focus on doing more of what you like and what makes you feel good. And now when I, I'm here in Mexico and we go on these excursions with friends, sometimes we go in the woods and I always stop somewhere and I climb a random tree. And, 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 and Jamie, she just laugh at me because she's seen me climbing trees. And, but I do more of it because I like it. <laughs> and she's like, oh, let him be just climbing a tree. And <laughs> But that's part of my happiness. And as silly as it sounds, it makes me feel good. So do more of what you like, do less of what you don't like, and stop caring so much about what people think. If you want to care about who, about what someone thinks, care about what you think. Care about what your deep you thinks and need and want. And it's time to take care of that. Take care of that person. The first person you will live with all your life is you. You have a relationship with you that is an all-lifer, if I can say. All your life, you will be in a relationship with you. So make sure it's a good one. If you want to care about a relationship, care first about the relationship yeah. you have with yourself. And then you'll be able to care about your, the other relationship correctly. That's, that's what switched things for me. When I, the, the be yourself and have fun, it's... It's just that. Be yourself. Is, is I, was, I was about to say, about do you want to you conclude? <laughs> <laughs> I was about <laughs> to say, do you want to conclude? <laughs> yeah. I'm, ju I'm just on a roll. I just, I just feel these things yeah. coming out of me. But, but yeah, it's, it's just what it is. A jizzle. A jizzle, man. Oh, uh, yeah. I started, I started slow, but now I'm fucking high RPM. And <laughs> um, yeah. That those two words are simple. They're so simple. Be yourself. They're so simple that they're hard to picture what does it mean to be yourself. Well, that's what it means. Find who you truly are and make sure you do things that are exactly that. And then it's going to make you be yourself. And then you will feel less drained. And do that exercise. Do that exercise, man. When you don't feel good, when you feel in the bushes, when you feel drained, whatever, you feel bad, come inside and say, who am I being that is not myself right now? What am I doing yeah. that is not no, what no, I, I would want to do? And you always get the answer. And just act on what you like. And that's it. So be yeah. yourself and have fun. That's, that's my ultimate advice. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish by my advice because I never I never said it is that time is precious and there is no do-over. Okay, you have only one life, so have fun living it and don't lose time in shit. That's oh. it. <laughs> don't lose time in shit. <laughs> the older you get, the less time you spend in shit. Exactly. So, thanks for listening. If you like it. You can find us, by the way, on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, you can find us on any podcast platform. You can share it to your friends. 
please, 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 if you love it and you want to ask us a question, uh, you can talk to us by Instagram at naked underscore podcast or on Facebook, which must be at naked podcast. I'm not sure. Yeah. You will find us anyway. We don't receive comments with our put uh, on Apple, but yeah, it's approximately that. So if you want to ask us a question directly uh, on Instagram, it will be the best or Facebook. Yeah, definitely ask us question. We love it. The episode where we answered the question, was it of what's her name, Cassia? Uh, it, was, it was amazing. I loved it. And people loved it also. Um, so yeah, don't hesitate. Send us questions, send us comments. Uh, if, you, if you totally disagree with what we say, we definitely want your opinion because it makes us grow. And, and like the one last week, <laughs> like the one last week. <laughs> and also, also we have a little uh, surprise for you. That's coming soon. Uh, I've been working a bit on, on like the, the behind the scene and the, like our platform where we distribute and everything and making things better. And, uh, we are going to come up with a little, uh, little new uh, structure to the episode soon and you're gonna have a you're gonna have a way to support us in, a, uh, in another way and we are really happy to uh, to enable that soon so again listen to phil and i i really love the voice that you take when you do the the intro or the the outro it's like you take a more happy serious voice <laughs> and i really liked it i really yeah, like it it's it's, it's my uh it's my trailer, trailer voice. voice it's my trailer <laughs> voice it's not the same all right it's my uh, meditation meditation voice, voice. see yeah, you next week thanks amazing discussion again see you next week my friend thanks man